back at it again. Welcome back to Headlight Headlines, your daily automotive news podcast. I'm your host, Clayton, and we've got tons of news today for you all to get into. But before that, check us out on Twitter at HLightHLines. We'll post an update every time a new episode goes live. Also, check us out on YouTube at Headlight Headlines, where you can always find a video version of this podcast. And let's get right into it. We've got a bunch of stuff here. Um, missed a couple of days this week, been real busy, but that means we've got even more news for today. So we are kicking things off with the recently announced BMW M2 for the 2023 model year, um, which is a bit different than a lot of people would expect it to be. Um, so with the M3 and M4 getting the crazy front styling, um, I at least expected that to cross over into this M2 uh, when it came out, but no, it looks very more subtle than those vehicles, and I think it looks very clean, and I think, I think it might be the best BMW that they have right now, so let's get into it. Um, it is very similar to the outgoing uh, M2 Coupe. And it is starting at $63,195. So it's a little bit more expensive, obviously. That's how most everything is right now. Um, but it's sticking to the same rear-wheel drive, six-speed manual. Um, and it's got the six... Or it has a V6 in it, I believe. Right? I don't know. It doesn't say yet. We'll find out. Um... The M2, obviously a lot of people love it um, because it's small, it's fast, and it's crazy. Um, and I I don't know why, but I just really love how this car looks. Like, I love how the M3 and the M4 look, but I think this is on a whole nother level. It's just so clean, and I think that's what it is for me. Um... They're saying it's a little bit wider than the old car, which is fine. Still has the three liter twin turbo straight six, and it has 453 horsepower, unlike the old one, which had 405. So, a bit, a bit more. It has a different engine in it. So this is the S58 engine. The old one had the S55, and it's rear wheel drive only. No all-wheel drive, no X-Drive, none of that. Torque is 406, which is the same. 0 to 60 is 4.1 seconds. And with the if you get the 8-speed auto, it gets to 3.9, which is fine. Top speed of 155. And it gets fixed calipers, 6-piston brakes up front, 15-inch um, rotors, 14-inch discs in the back. You can see it has the new and improved infotainment screen where it's just one big piece all the way across. I love how the manual looks in this car because it looks so futuristic and nice. And then it's got the manual down there. The seats look crazy as well. I don't know how comfy they would be, but they definitely keep you strapped in. Um, obviously, it has one large unit like we talked about. So it has two like sections to the screen. There's like a middle part here where there's nothing on it. So the gauge cluster section is 12.3 inches and the infotainment one is 14.9. So pretty nice screen sizes there. Uh, 
cockpit professional package adds a heads up display which is cool and it gets some other battery stuff emergency braking adaptive cruise control stuff like that um they're saying of course it has to have this sporty bucket seats here's a picture of the engine looks real nice real nice got that big strut bar and bracing and stuff they're saying it's coming out next april like we said 63,000 which is 3300 more than the old one um but i think it's i think it's worth just look how this is the m3 right here and i think it looks great i think it looks crazy but i feel like the m2 just looks more subtle and i don't know i don't know let me know which one you like more you like the m3 more or do you like this M2? I feel like this M2 is nice. And I like this burnt orange color. But I do want to see it in another color. But yeah. Really cool. Brand new M2 from BMW. Next up we have a very special edition from Jaguar. Who we don't hear about very often on this show. Uh, Jaguar F-Type is having the F-Type 75. Celebrating three three quarters of a century for the brand sports car. Um, the XJ or XK120 came out in 1948, and now it's going to be 75 years from that. And so they're having this special edition um, with some minor touches to it. It only has a V8, which is awesome. Um, they've got two versions of it, though. 444 horsepower or the R model, which has 575. So you can choose that. There's a all-wheel drive or wheel-wheel drive version. And it comes with 20-inch black alloy wheels. Um, get some updated badging. Nothing too crazy. But, obviously, I mean, they don't have any special editions of these, so it's cool to see. I really want to see what this color is, because it's so hard to tell. Because... Here it looks black, and here, I don't know if it's just me, or that kind of looks green. Um, nothing specific about the U.S. market availability in Britain. It'll be out in early 2023, um, and we'll get more details by December. But I think it's cool that they're doing this. Definitely deserve to do it. Um, and I think the F-Type is a really nice car. It's very fancy, very underrated, I think. Because that 555 horsepower is a pretty good figure, or 575. So, underrated sports car, Jaguar F-Type, special edition, next year. Next up, we have the final Lamborghini Aventador. So, they had these Aventador Ultimate Final Editions that were on that cargo ship that sank a few months ago. And this is the last Lamborghini Aventador that was produced. And it's the LP784 Ultimate Edition. And it's in this Azuro Flake color, which is insane. I love it. The wheels I don't love, but the color, I love it so much. They're saying it came off the line in July, and it was delivered to a customer in Switzerland. Yeah, so they had planned 250, uh, or 350 coupes, 250 roadsters. 15 of those were lost on that ship that sunk. 
and this one is the final one and I think it looks really cool this dude also has another Lamborghini which is insane that's the same color and I love it the Mira it has white interior which looks really cool it's really cool. It's sad to see the Aventador go. It's been around for so long, but this is a really cool version of it. The Ultimate Edition. I love it. And next up, we got a Polestar story. The Polestar 3 SUV. You know I love Polestar. Um, now we got some more specifics on the Polestar 3. We briefly talked about it last week, but now we've got some more information. We've got horsepower figures. 517 horsepower they're saying 671 pound-feet of torque they're saying it'll be at $85,300 and it'll have 300 miles of range and that it will go on sale in the fourth quarter of 2023 which is coming up very soon we're in the fourth quarter now right right yeah we are so any day now it could come out um really love how this vehicle works they're saying that the standard dual motor has 489 horsepower um, they're saying that's enough for 4.9 seconds 0 to 60 which is crazy top speed of 130 insane I love Polestar and their vehicles it's got a really low drag coefficient which is great and I just love it. But it's good to see we finally got those specifics. 517 horsepower on the top model. And it sounds like they got some fancy stuff on the inside. The inside got a huge uh, vertical screen, which I'm not one about vertical screens. I don't know. This one I think is good just because of the OS on it. But I don't know. They're saying it has LiDAR three extra cameras and four ultrasonic sensors and give a 3D scan of the surroundings of the car to prepare it for uh, autonomous driving. I almost said automotive driving. <laughs> autonomous driving. But yeah, it's coming from a plant in China, so it may be a little bit till we get it here. Um, oh, the ones here being made in South Carolina. So yeah, $85,000, quite expensive for a Polestar. But it's fancy, so it might be worth, I don't know. I don't have 85000 so I'm not buying them, but I think they're really cool. Next up, we got a short little change to the 2023 Toyota Corolla lineup. Obviously, with the GR Corolla coming out, my favorite new car. Um, now, the other Corollas are just kind of overlooked, to be honest. Everybody wants the GR. The Corollas are so nice. I love them. Like, if the GR Corolla wasn't coming out and you wanted, like, a daily, I would say get the Corolla. Like, the Corolla hatch, so nice. Anyway, they have had some changes to the new lineup for 2023. This is not including the GR Corolla. So nothing in this has to do with that. That is completely separate. This is just about the normal Corolla with the sedan and the hatchback. So they are making standard Apple CarPlay now and Android Auto, a brand new touchscreen to the Corolla, which is way better. Um, slight, slight restyle, 
nothing crazy. Kind of up front, you can see the wheels, I think, are a little different, they say. Yeah. And Toyota Safety System 3, which is nice. But they are taking away the six-speed manual from all, or from the XSE and SE. So you only can get it on the base model, I believe. Or no, sorry. Every 23 Corolla only comes with the automatic. Which sucks. Because it's now the CVT. But the GR Corolla has it standard. So they're just trying to get more people to buy that, I guess. Um, besides that, it's really good. 134 horsepower now. Up a bit from 121. Has the same uh, 2.0 liter inline 4. Oh, wait, what is that talking about? Oh, that's for the hybrid. Okay. There's a hybrid, or the gas is the 169 horsepower. And, yeah, it's different than the old base model. So, they're saying it's going to be about a $600 premium. It's It'll be between $300 and $1,000, basically. Not terrible from what we've seen, but... Some of them have a bit of a price hike. This one's 2300 for the hatchback. Kind of crazy. Still think it's worth with the upgrades you're getting. Getting the new CarPlay. Getting some more power. Getting them safety features. So, I think it's worth. But you let me know what you think of the Corolla. I would say just get the GR Corolla. But, I know... Not everybody could, so the regular ones good as well. Next up, we have a crazy glow-up story <laughs> on the Chevy Trax, which the 2024 was just released um, the other day, and I think it looks really good. For being the Chevy Trax, I think it looks crazy good. So if you don't recall, the old Chevy Trax looks like this car right here. It was this small SUV that was ugly and it just looked weird and now the new one it looks like a mini blazer but like not as small as the um, trailblazer if that makes sense it has the same styling cues I think but I think it's between those if I'm not mistaken um Take small cues from the Trailblazer and the Blazer, yeah. And I love how it looks. I love how it's got this aggressive lighting up front. It's got the grill. I don't really like this red one as much. I like this green one they show up top a lot more. I think it looks really cool in the stance. I like these rear uh, taillights. I think they're pretty unique. The stance is a little odd on these wheels, but... It's not terrible. Not the worst looking car. 11-inch uh, screen. It's got LS, 1RS, LT, 2RS, and active trims. So, pretty nice. I think it's I think it's really nice. And it's a lot cheaper than the other two. Or than the Blazer. So, it starts at $21,495. And the top of the line is $24,995. So, basically, between $21,000 and $25,000. Which I think is worth. I think it's a great 
price for that. Um, the new one gets a 1.2 liter turbocharged inline three. Very interesting. Has 137 horsepower and 162 pound-feet of torque. So not a lot of power. They really sold it short on power there. But I think it looks nice. Um, I think it's a pretty good size. So I like it. I like it a lot. If only I had a bit more power. Because look, even the outgoing one had more power. It had 155 horsepower on a four, turbo four. That brings me down a lot on it. Because I really liked how it looked. Maybe they'll have one here in the next coming years with better power. Because that is terrible. But that's it for today. Like I said, check us out on Twitter at HLightHLines. And on YouTube at Headlight Headlines. Uh, with that being said, be safe. Have a good weekend. And I'll see you all in the next episode.